This episode has been brought to you by LicenseLink. Never show music licensing again. Insurance for your mix. Download the app today or visit LicenseLink.com. That's L-I-C-E-N-S-E-L-I-N-Q.com. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I got to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 40. Not sure if there's going to be a 41, but thank you for joining. And we have a great episode for you guys. We have a parent sent in a great question about the raw score. What is the raw score? Varsity has made some changes and updates to the score sheet, so we'll talk about that. And Brittany has some juicy uh, gossip about music and parents and all this stuff. So we're going to get into some of that, what her situation is, and hear all about that. But before we get into that, we have the $100 giveaway. We have December's winner. We'll be announcing December's winner at the end of the episode. But if you want to be the winner for January, be sure all you have to do to enter is like this video, subscribe to the channel, and leave a comment below on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to, share this podcast on Facebook screenshot it, DM it to either myself or to Brittany, and that will enter you in. And that's all you have to do. Someone is going to win that $100. Someone already won last month's $100. All you have to do is subscribe. Why not you? So here we go, B. Oh, B, I haven't introduced you yet. (laughs) Our resident cheer mom, our resident cheer mom. Don't be less when you can be more. Be more. How you doing, fam? Uh, good. Um, after almost two years, um, me and the twins have caught the Corona Omicron big O virus. They got, the Rona got you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're just kind of hanging out at home. Honestly, I'm totally fine. I just a little bit of congestion. Um, so that's about it. Um, recovering from the holidays. My tree is still up, by the way. I have to take that down today. Good for um, you. <laughs> how was your holiday? It was great. Yeah, Christmas was great. New Year's was great. Um, the tree is not up anymore. We are pretty efficient. I think we took it down yesterday, actually. So, yeah, we took our tree down yesterday. Um, so, yeah, we were going. Got to see, you know, both sides of the family. And, you know, Joey's, like, first real Christmas, right? Like, mm-hmm. she opened gifts, like, by herself and, you know, is playing with all of her toys um, you know, so that, that was really cool that she got to see, um, her cousin, my niece, and they are just two peas in a pod. They best friends, like Ray, 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 Joey, Joey, like best friends. So they're only seven weeks apart. So it was awesome seeing those two together. And, um, yeah, but you know, here we are back on the grind, got competition next week, GSSA Bakersfield. So here we come. So we're getting, you know, ready and prepared 
for that. But, you know, still battling with things. You're not the only one um, in the program with COVID right now. So, gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, everyone, you know, I got a bunch of emails yesterday. It was like, and we have COVID. And I was like, awesome. We just had a two-week break. And now we're going to extend that two-week break for multiple teams because mm-hmm. of COVID. But, you know, it is what it is. It is 2022, the nature of the beast. Um you know, but glad to hear that you're doing all right, that you and the girls are okay, and uh, your symptoms are bad. Because, co- honestly, COVID kicked my butt. So I'm glad that you guys are doing all right. So, anyway. Yeah. Ready to get that, into yeah. this? I am, yeah. All right, so let's get into, we let's change it up a little bit. We're going to get into the question of the week. Not only the question of the week, but the sounds like that question of the week. This question of the week is brought to us by sounds like that, like I just said. So, guys. If you want fire music, if you're at your gym and you're like, man, we hate our music. This music's awful. We need to make a change. We never get our music. It's late all the time. You need to go with Sounds Like That, the official music producer for the Let's Talk Cheer podcast and all of our American cheer tracks. Link in the description. Click on the link. Someone from Sounds Like That will get back to you. And you'll have fire music like American Cheer and our awesome opening credits theme song. So B, hit us up with that question of the week. All right, so this person asks, please explain the term raw score to me and other cheer parents. It's so confusing. A lot of times I hear parents say, we had no chance of beating that team because of their raw score was higher. So can you give us a little insight on what raw score means and, you know, if the parents are true by saying their raw score was better? (laughs) Yeah, so... In very simple terms, your raw score is the score you get before deductions. Now, I'm going to try not to get too heady with this, and I don't want to you know, be speaking another language. I want to do this so that everyone listening, you know, they walk away and go, yeah, I understand that all makes perfect sense. So if, I, if you feel like I'm getting like too, too coachy with it, then you know, just like Jason, bring it back down to earth. So you represent every cheer parent out there. So yeah, but raw score in its simplest form, is the score you get before you receive any deductions. So what they do this year, because the score sheet's a little bit different this year than it's been in years past, is that you get a score out of 50, right? They'll give you a 45, Mm -hmm. and and that would be your raw score. And then they double your score, right? So if you had a 45 out of 50, they'll double your score. Now you have a 90 out of 100. And if you had any deductions, then they... You know, if you had a um, a 0.25 deduction, then they'll subtract 0.25 from the 90 that you received, and you'd end up with the 89.75. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it does. You explained it pretty good. There we go. So, your raw score is the score you have before any deductions. Your And if you don't have any deductions, then they'll just double the score and, you know, you get the 90 or whatever, the mm-hmm. 93 or whatever you're getting, right? But when, but when the, when parents say, hey, their raw score was higher than ours, we didn't have any chance of winning, there's a fallacy in there. So real quick, uh, B, do you mind if I keep it real for a second? Of course. (laughs) So when you hear parents talking with authority, not just like, oh, what was our score? Oh, it was this. What was their score? Was it, but you know, and there's, yeah, do we have any deductions? But I'm saying when you hear parents talking with authority like they know what the score sheet is walk away 
just walk away. Don't even get yourself involved in the conversation because parents do not know what they're talking about when it comes to the score sheet. And I don't say that to offend parents. I say that because the score sheet changes so much that people, that coaches who, you know, coach for a living, right? They work with the score sheet every single day. Um, they don't have a full understanding of the score sheet. So it's hard for me to believe knowing how complicated the score sheet is to actually like to have a real firm grasp on it, that parents would be able to talk to authority about, you know, oh yeah, yeah. this is this and this means this is this. Now you can like come up with certain things, but you know, and this is a great example of it. Their raw score was higher than ours and we had no way of winning. So what is logically happening in that scenario is that, you know, group of parents are talking, you know, their team has a, has a, uh, 93 the other team has a 95 raw score right and mm -hmm. i'm gonna say raw score but i just mean their score before deductions but i'm not gonna use the 45 or i'm talking about the score we're using be after they've doubled it okay but before deductions does that make sense right now yeah okay but you know you have a raw score of a 93 they have a raw score you have a raw score of 93 the other team has a raw score of a 95 and you go, man, there's no way we could could beat them. Because even without our deductions, the highest score we could have gotten is a 93, right? And that's like that's and that's reasonable to think. However, the problem with that is, is that more points, the only there there are more points being taken away than than what than what you can see like on varsity um, TV, right? You have rc.com and you look at the scores and you see the raw score and then you see the, the deductions and then you add, what parents do is they add the deductions back into the score and go, our score still wouldn't have beaten their score if we didn't have these deductions. But that is, that, that's not true because there's a lot more points being deducted in a routine than what's being shown in the actual deduction category. So... So if we dive into this, there are points being deducted. Um, difficulty stays pretty much the same from day one to day two, but your execution scores are very, very fluid. Those shift from day one to day two a lot, right? They can, or they they have the possibility to shift a lot from day one to day two, and and even though, and so if you have bad timing, right? You do your standing tumbling section, and you have bad timing. They're going to take off, depending on how bad your timing was, 0 0.1, 0 0.2, or 0.3. But they're not, and although those points are being deducted from your score sheet, it's not going to show up in the deduction category where you as a parent can go on Varsity TV and see, oh yeah, we were deducted. The only deductions you'll see as a parent are stunt drops, stunt bobbles, tumbling touchdowns, um, okay. Um, safety violations, like you'll see those points deducted. Now you as a parent can't see what, you know, it, they won't show you that you lost points for a uh, stunt bobble or that you lost points for or whatever, but you'll be able to see as a parent, oh, we lost 0.25 off of our score. But you won't see is the 0.2 you lost or the 0.1 you lost for bad uh, timing in your standing tumbling, the 0.2 you lost for having... Um, low um height in your jumps or the you know the point 
three you lost for having bad body positions. Like you won't see that. It shows up on the coach's score sheet, not as a deduction, but it, they, but as a, they call them drivers, right? That you lost yeah. that driver. But those are still real points that influence the score, but wouldn't show up in your, in your raw score. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So I'll give you an example. Um, Youth Black, we did. We just did this cheer match thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we got to do two routines. The first routine we went, and they hit the routine. Looked pretty good. Um, well, actually, let me say this. It, it was a zero deduction routine, but the execution wasn't my favorite. I was like, ah, oh, execution just wasn't all there. But we get two routines. Let's do the second routine. They do the second routine. Routine was significantly better. Better in all aspects. I felt every, I felt that every um, section of the routine was better, except that we had a touchdown literally right in the opening. Round of answering tuck, girl, you know, hands on the ground, right? Which is an actual deduction, right? And they subtract point, I think this year it's point one. And they subtract point one or point, I think, no, it's a point zero five. Point zero five off of your score. So now, as coaches, we had, to, we had to decide, okay, which routine do we turn in? Zero deductions or the one with a deduction and better execution? We, as coaches, decided we we're going to turn in the routine that had the better execution, but that had the actual deduction. Because we were going to get deducted, although it wasn't going to show up as a deduction on the score sheet, when you have bad timing... They don't, they, they take your, they take points off of your score. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show up in the deduction category. It shows up in the execution category. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you, it was, it would have been less of a deduction for a touchdown than it would have been for the execution. Exactly. Okay. Exactly yeah. right. So when parents say our raw score can't match their raw score, I see what they're saying. But the problem with that is that your raw score isn't a true reflection of your actual raw score because because there's points that got taken away in standing tumbling execution, jump execution, points that got taken away in stunt execution, pyramid execution, basket execution. All those points got taken away on the execution side of the score sheet but they aren't reflected on the deduction side of the score sheet. So when you compare the raw scores, you go, there's no way we could catch up to them because our raw, because even if we hit a routine, this would happen. Now this is another good example. Anyway, with youth black, let me finish up with youth black with youth black. We end up picking the routine with the, the better executed routine, but with a deduction. And Mm -hmm. although we, we won, but we, they split medium U3 and small U3. They split those divisions out. So we were the only medium U3. But we had the highest youth level three in the competition, right? Um, yeah. I didn't know they were going to split us out until the results came out. And I was like, oh, they split us out. So anyway, but I was still looking at those other U3s and we saw the higher, highest youth level three score. So we made the right decision. Anyway, um, so this happened the other day. This happened at American Grand. Junior blue, um, kind they hit their pyramid. We didn't get in any actual deductions. I was saying this before that the execution side is very, very fluid. 
from day one to day two, lots of can change based on the actual performance the athletes do. Mm-hmm. Difficulty tends to stay the same from day one to day two because you're literally doing the same routine. Like a full up is a still the same amount of difficulty on day one as it is on day. Like nothing changes. It's still a full up. Usually, you only get more, only rewarded more difficulty points if you actually increase the difficulty of what you're doing. Right. Um, yeah. But we have Junior Blue. They hit their pyramid on day one, but it was it was it was really shaky. We had a couple of bobbles here, a bobble here, bobble there, but it was pretty shaky, right? And we got some score. I can't remember what it was, but it, you know, some score. Day two, pyramid looked significantly better. So you would expect a hundred percent that the execution score would go up. You execute the pyramid better, execution score goes up. Our difficulty score went up on day two, doing the same pyramid. Judge clearly wrote on the score sheet, difficulty, uh, a lot better job hitting the pyramid today. I was able to actually see what the pyramid looks like. Now, it, I'm, you know, this is verba- yeah. not, not verbatim, but, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Um, I was actually able to see what the, the, the pyramid looked like. So I increased your difficulty, right? They saw the pyramid and go, oh, that actually was a difficult pyramid or more difficult than I thought it was yesterday. So I'm actually going to increase your difficulty score. So that's another example. And, but those points right there, the points we got, the points we scored in the the new points we got in difficulty and the new points we got in execution, those points wouldn't have been in the deduction sheet. So day two, we had a higher raw score than day one. Well, how do you get a higher raw score on day two if it's at, that's the highest score you can get? Well, it's not the highest score you can get. Um, but I understand that parents. So when parents go, again, when parents go, well, there's no way we could win because this they had a higher raw score than us. All the points aren't reflected there. Now, this is a. Are, wait, are you still with me? Are we good? Wait, do I need to stop saying anything, or do you need to no, ask a question? No, it's it's there. It is there. I think you're right. Like, if if they have, if you have a question, you need to ask your coaches. Don't ask another parent because <laughs> I could. I'm serious. Like, I could totally see. And now, don't nobody come up to me and ask me about it because I'm still. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain it. I think, but it it really truly takes a lot of like thinking to understand it because as you're talking, I'm just really truly like trying, like I'm thinking of my own scenarios that would make Mm -hmm. sense to me. Um, But it takes a lot of thought to understand it. Yeah. So, so here's a, there's a great example of this and this is a big reason. I, I've said this on the podcast multiple times. I'm not a huge fan of parents. Actually, I don't care if the parents know the score. If it was, if only, if the parents kept the score to themselves. <laughs> I I care, what I do care is that the kid, I, I do care that the kids know the score because that affects how they compete on day two, which has a big impact on a, on a 75% score sheet. It's so... So many points, mostly everything you do happens on day two. Um, 75% is everything. I explained this in the last podcast. But if a team is up by four tenths, right, and you take 75% of that, right, they're only – or tw- if a team is up by uh, four tenths on day one, 25% of their day one score is one tenth. So they're really only up by point one on day two. I'm going to say that one more time a little slower. If a team is up by four tenths after day one, right? One team has a 90, 
4.4 and the other team has a 94 flat. When you take 25, you know, 25% of that, they're only up by those four, or they, they were up by four tenths. Now they're only up by one tenth heading into day two. They have a one tenth edge because one tenth is 25% of four tenths. Um, anyway, so day two is what really, really matters because that's where like all of your points come from. That being said, um, I don't want parents to know because when kids, or I don't want the kids to know because when the kids hear they're down by this many points or whatever, they go, oh my gosh, there's no way we can win. And they just have bad moods, you know, doing the whole warm up because they don't think there's any way they can win. And a hundred percent, the competition's not over because you, the competition's not over. So the other team still has to go out there and hit their routine. Um, And anything can happen on, on day two. And it's not like just because you got a 94 flat doesn't mean that you can't get a 95 the, the next day. So here's here's my example or my favorite example of this. Two years ago, last time NCA was live, we have senior black and we go into day one and we absolutely bomb. Absolutely bomb. It was a not good routine. Not good at all. We scored a like a ninety five something, um, which especially the ninety five this year is is good. We scored a ninety five back then. That was not good. So we're in fourth place, and first place at like a ninety eight two. First place is ninety eight two. We're a ninety five something, and our raw score, right, our score before deductions was like a ninety seven two. Um. So our raw score is a 97.2. Their raw score is a 98.2. So what athletes, parents, an uneducated coach would go, man, the highest score we can get is a 97.2. There's no way we can, even if we hit our routine today, there's no way we can score a 98. Therefore, we're not going to win this competition. Like I said, although we had a ton of actual deductions, right? We had... A couple stunt drops. We had right like a basket not go. We had you know a, a bunch of actual deductions. Actually, the basket not going would not show up in the deduction sheet. Um, that's another good example. If like you don't throw a basket, right? That's a you lose points, but it doesn't show up in that box score. It shows up somewhere else in the score sheet. So as a parent, you wouldn't know that those points were available to you. Um, anyway, so. We lose all those points. Um, we're down by this much. And, you know, I think I remember telling the kids like, hey, guys, all we have to do today is stay focused and nail our very best routine. Yep. Ashley and I, we, and, you know, there's times I feel like we have to talk about the scores. They, they all knew the score, right? They all and they felt like they were out of it. So, mm-hmm. hey, guys, we're not going to go over scores. We are going to let you know that we need to hit our very best routine. Now, unbeknownst to them. Ashley and I went, we did the math and said, if we can get this score, we can still win this competition. Now we're going to have, in order to get that score, we're going to have to hit perfect because we were in that big of a hole. But, you know, we had a 95, the other team had a 98. That's, that's a big difference. But we're like, but it's not out of our realm for us to hit that routine and get that score. Mm-hmm. And we said, hey guys, we're going to stay focused. We're going to nail this routine. And we went. 
nailed a beautiful routine. Beautiful routine. End up scoring a 99-1, 99-2, and end up winning NCA, right? Went from fourth place to first place. Went from a 95 to a 99, which is just, it's unreal. I would never even believe that if someone told me that. Um, it's a miracle. Right? It, it, I mean, it really is. Christmas miracle. But they go from a 95 to a 92, or sorry, 95, 92, a 95 to a 99, and go from fourth place to um, to first place, right? Um, so, again, there's a lot of points that don't show up in the deduction sheet that are still out there, that are still able to be had the next day. So, again, if you hear parents talking with authority about, you know, raw, raw scores, uh, their raw scores higher. There's no way for us to win. Don't talk about scores. Just have your kids go out there and hit their very best routine. So anyway, I word vomited forever. <laughs> and I'm going to let you, I'm just going to let you keep going because I don't want to get into uh, parents looking at, or kids and parents looking at scores because we've already got into that before about podcasts, uh, on a podcast. Um, and you know how much it irks me. Um, so Definitely. Let's just uh, let's just put our best foot no. forward. And I got you. And it's not about. And I, I want to be truthful. I don't mind parents. My biggest problem isn't the parents knowing the score. My biggest problem is when parents know the score. It, my biggest problem is that the kids know the score and yeah. how that affects the kids' day two performance. That's my biggest thing. Um, because obviously. Um, and we've done this before in the past, and we're bringing it back this year. But we do score sheet live, and we go over all the scores with the parents, right? We go on Facebook Live, and we go, hey, we scored a this, this, and this in this section. And, you know, and we'll go over all the scores, and I'll give my explanation of why I think we got this or why we did get that or and all these things and what I see in the routines. But when you're in the middle of competing, my belief is it's best for the athletes to focus on hitting their very best routine and then letting the results take care of themselves. Um, opposed to trying to stay focused on the results. You can only stay focused on one thing at a time. You can, you know, we talk about that. That's just life. You can only focus on one thing at a time. So you can focus on your performance or you can focus on the outcome. Um, and if you have a good performance, you tend to have better outcomes than focusing on the um, outcome and then have bad performances. So anyway, um, speaking of score sheets, Oh, I'm really excited to hear about this. So you're going to have to give us all the juicy details because yeah. I feel like it's one thing after another. <laughs> oh, by yeah. the way, so we're going to talk about the varsity score sheet, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Did, was it, I mean, I don't really look at it too much, but apparently the varsity website was down for like three days and people were like freaking out about mm -hmm. it or what <laughs> was that? Um, they said it was unrelated. They did say, hey, I know the, the, the website's been down. They said it was unrelated, and I'm, I'll take them at their word that it was unrelated. Like, I thought, like, without asking any questions, I just figured, oh, they're changing the score sheet, so they just took it down. But it was, it was more than just the score sheet page that was down. It was the whole website was down, and there's no reason to, yeah. there's no reason to shut down the entire website because you're changing the score sheet, you know? Like, I could see yeah. them shutting down, like, hey, hey, guys, we're making changes to the score sheet. We're just going to take it down for right now. Um, but, you know. So, but they said it was unrelated. Like, it was just down because of whatever, and I don't remember. So, you know. Oh, okay. I'll take them at their word, because, again, there's no reason to shut down the entire website just because you're changing the yeah. score sheet, right? And and with the changes that they made, um, they were very insignificant. And I said this. 
you know, we talked about this in the last podcast and I was like, yeah, I think they should just not change it and just go, sorry guys, it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Right. Um, because I think the biggest issue is that, um, is that it just changes, um, year to year. It doesn't typically change in the middle of the season, but that it changes year to year and that it's hard for coaches to really get a firm grasp and actually know Mm -hmm. the nuances of it. So we came on, I got on the, um, on the little webinar they did, the, the Facebook live that they did for the score sheet, uh, changes. And they basically left it the same. Now they addressed some of the, they addressed some of the people that what everyone had like problems with, like what they're reading, like on coaches pages, like, Hey, here's my problem with the score sheet. Here's my problem with the score sheet. And it seemed like they did a good job. Like, Hey, this is how we got to this score sheet. This is how we did this. This is why we did this. And they explained where they came from and the why and said, but the score sheet this year is staying the same. We can't, we're not going to blow up the score sheet in the middle of the season. We're not doing mm-hmm. that. The only thing they did change was they changed the, the deductions. Now I just mentioned this with youth black. So when this, and I'll tell you the real story happened with youth black. When we filmed with youth black, that cheer match, we did those two routines and I honestly did not want to turn in the routine with a deduction. I didn't want to. I was like, I, I don't think we should turn in the routine with a deduction. And Ash was like, yeah, but the second routine was so much better. And I'm like, I know, but the first routine had a deduction, right? And then I knew they had changed the weight of the deductions this year. And so Ash was like, well, look up how much deductions are. Cool. I'll look up, see how much deductions are. I looked it up. A tumbling touchdown is 0.05 off of your score sheet. Um, 0.05, and mm-hmm. I'm going to try not to get too heady with you, but it's 0.05 after your score has already been doubled. So if they would have taken that score 0.05 before it got doubled, um, it would actually be a, a whole tenth, right? Um, yeah. So... It's basically a driver. Oh, a kid touchdown. That's basically a driver. Awesome. We're going to lose way more if we only, and when I put it into perspective of a driver and compared it to, well, this other routine, we're going to lose 0.2 in tumbling timing drivers and we're going to lose 0.2 in stunt stunt timing drivers and we're going to lose 0.1 for this driver. That one driver, anyway, that one driver seemed insignificant to me. Anyway, the point of all I'm saying is everyone complained that deductions were very insignificant this year, that they weren't really having that big of an impact on the actual final score. And and I was 100% proof of that. Man, this, this deduction is like nothing. Let's go with the routine that had the deduction but had better execution, right? Um, so they upped the weight of the actual deduction. So deductions are worth more they're not as much as they were. They don't weigh as much as they did last year, but they weigh more than they did, you know, at American Grand or this cheer match thing. So they upped the deduction ratio. Um, okay. But other than that, it stayed exactly the same. Now I do have to clarify something. So I said this in the last podcast. Um, I said <laughs> something like, yeah, there was a post. Oh, it was the coach's comment, right? The, the, yeah, the coach's yep. comment was, um, this is this, this is this. And the bottom half of the score sheet weighs more than it did before. And I remember saying, I'm not sure because varsity said it didn't weigh as much, 
But if it does weigh more than it did last year, then here's my issue with that. And I gave you all of my issues of why I had issues with the bottom half of the score sheet weighing more than the, the top half, right? I'm yep. so glad that I did not commit to that statement as fact. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm oh telling you. God. I'm listening to the varsity thing. And they break down the um they, they break down the math of how it works. Right? And they go, this part of the score sheet's worth this much. This part of the score sheet's worth this much. This part of the score sheet is worth this much. And I thought, man, I'm so glad that I did not commit to that as fact. And I just said, someone else said that this was this. Varsity said this was this. I don't know. I didn't do the math myself. Um, that's just a life lesson to everyone. <laughs> when you hear a rumor, don't commit to rumors as facts. That's just been like, it's seriously been a life lesson for me is I don't commit to rumors as fact. I just go, I heard this. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just letting you know what I heard. What's your yeah. version of the story? Because, you know, because Varsity saw that post. Like, it was like 200 comments on this post. Varsity saw that post and was like, yeah, that's not true. We're going to make sure to address that. And they addressed it. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that the bottom half of the score sheet um, is not worth more than it was last year. It's actually worth um, less than the top half. It's not really top half, top third. But anyway, um... But yeah, so they didn't change anything, which I thought was the prudent thing to do. And, um, you know, they addressed why they got there. But the big thing was last year is lots of parents were, or parents, lots of coaches were complaining about our scores are so much lower than they were last year. How do we explain this to the kids? And how do we explain this to parents? And I'll, I will just let, here's my time to talk about that. Time for me to go on my soapbox. Um, Varsity announced this score sheet in May, I guess. What, May, June? I think they announced the score sheet before tryouts, right? Because they tried to do it before tryouts. So it had to have been May or early June, right? That they announced the score sheet. And they, they said, hey, here are the changes that we're making. And they flat out said, we're getting rid of the padded points. I'll explain what padded points are. We're getting rid of the padded points. And scores will be significantly lower this year. Now, I didn't get on a Facebook Live that day and explain that to our parents, but I got on the podcast, you know, right after that and said, hey guys, parents, scores are going to be significantly lower this year because they got rid of the padded points. And I remember telling our kids, like at practice, hey guys, scores are going to be significantly lower this year. So, you know, the padded points, um, for those who don't remember, last year, it's impossible to walk on the score, and you were very upset about this. <laughs> It's it was it's impossible to get a zero as long as you walk onto the floor. If you walk onto oh. the floor at a competition, it's impossible to get a zero. Last year, dance, your dance score was only worth one point, but they started you at a nine. They start you at a nine. So if you walk onto the floor, you're gonna get a nine for dance. Now, if you get a nine in dance, or last year at least, if you got a nine in dance, it was not a good score. It was a nine was equivalent to a zero. But it's a it's a nine, right? Um, you're trying to get closer to a ten. The closer you are to a ten, the better the, the score is. But a mm -hmm. nine was not a good score, even though it, oh, we had a nine out of ten. Um, not a good score at all. It's actually the worst score you could get. But they got rid of a lot of those padded points, right? So instead of making yeah. dance um, from the nine to ten range, and I don't know what the I think dance is um, only worth one point now so you actually can get a zero in dance technically right um 
but it's not like that in all the things. You can't get zeros in some other categories, right? But, you know, zero, uh, a dance score is zero to one. Um, I don't know. There's some other scores right there. But where the lowest score, you, there's some the other scores on the score sheet, it's impossible to actually get a zero. So you can't actually walk on and get it. So you got rid of a bunch of those points, so your score isn't going to be as high because they don't have all these padded points in there. Because um, they were tired of people getting 99s. I, you know, I a few years ago, we had this team. It was back when I coached at PCM. And they were really, really good. Really good. And I remember we go to Spirit Sports. And we scored a low 96, like a 96-1, 96-2, something like that, right? And I remember after day one, they post all the scores before they were posting them on Varsity TV, but they posted them like in the coaches, um, mm-hmm. the coaches' uh, hospitality room. And so you could go and yeah. check all the scores of the competition. And they list them in order, right? Doesn't matter, not just like the level threes, but they list the world's teams, the level one, everyone who had the highest score. I remember going in there because it matters for bids, summit bids, world's bids, right? And I remember going in there, day two, and we have the 96. We were like tied for the highest score of the competition. And um, either tied, we were either in first or second or tied for the highest score of the competition on day one. And this happened two years in a row. That's why the story's all mixed up. But we have a 96, and I'm literally walking around Spirit Sports, and people going, Jason, you guys scored a 96? I'm like, I can't even, but I'm like a 96, man, a 96. And everyone is like raving about this 96. I, I, I mean, at the time, like people were on Twitter talking about this team scored a 96 score, you know, highest score of the competition, mm-hmm. right? It was like insane. Um, and slowly those scores kept creeping up. And it's my opinion that that routine back then, the way score, the way they, and they do the score sheet differently now. But the way the the way we do scores now would have been what we would consider a ninety nine. So a ninety six back then is what I would consider a ninety nine, right? But so many teams are now scoring ninety nines that it's like, yo, we can't, we can't keep having ninety nines like way up here. We gotta bring these scores back down to reality yeah. because you know when you think of a ninety nine, I'm thinking of perfection. Like the routine yeah. was just perfect. Um, but the reality is these routines. I'm not dissing anyone who's gotten ninety nine. But the reality is these routines aren't like God's gift of cheerleading. They're really good routines and they should score well, but you know, these crazy 99s um, and they probably do deserve to win and be the best in our division, but it doesn't mean they should score like super crazy high and they just had to get rid of that. So anyway, I rambled. I'm been, I'm, I'm on one today. So (laughs) share, like subscribe. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i i think it's good though that they've gotten rid of the padded pores you were saying like some coaches or you heard a coach say or whatever like what do we say to our kids you know that co- that the scores are lower don't sugarcoat it like that just tell them how it is like hey scores are lower this year they've taken out x y and z no big deal like last season was last season this season is this season so yeah. There's no reason to feel like when people sugarcoat things, it just sets people or kids up for higher expectations than they're going to have. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but I mean, I saw something on like a mom group the other day that was, you know, like, I don't, 
I don't even know. Like, just just be that's just tell be truthful and just tell the truth, and that's how life goes, and it's no big deal. I mean, like, do you real do you really think that like a team is say um, say Claire for instance, one of our coaches, if she was still an athlete, do you think that it would bug her if she was only scoring 92s and last year her team was scoring 97s like do you really think that it's gonna bug the athletes that much I think it bugs them I think without I think it without context 100 percent. like if it doesn't have context of why we're scoring a 92 now I think when you go when you explain hey guys if you have an honest conversation, hey guys, they made some changes to the score sheet. Don't expect, especially with our teams who would score, you know, anywhere from, you know, 96 if we didn't really have the greatest day. But we, I mean, we had several teams that scored 99s last year as well, right? So mm-hmm. anywhere from like nine, if we're used to our range being 96 to 99. And now all of a sudden, the range is 92 to 95. Then the teams are going like, yo, what's going on? Are we not as good as we used to be? But that's why you have to explain it. That's why I explained it right at the beginning. Hey, guys, scores are going to be lower this year because of X, Y, and Z. Because if you don't explain anything, the only thing you can use for reference is what we've used these last couple of years, which has been 97, 98, 79s, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So I would think it would bother them. I don't think it bothers them to know that scores are lower because scores are lower. But it would bother them to think, why are we getting 92s when we used to get 97s, right? Um, okay. Without, without, it, without it in context. The other yeah. thing is, you know, and, and the big thing for me, like, you know, we play football, right? Or we don't play football. Mm-hmm. You know, there's football on TV. And if they change that touchdowns were now worth four points instead of seven points, I don't think you'd hear people in the NFL go, the scores are so much lower now. Like, you would just go, you'd have the understanding that a touchdown isn't worth as many points and therefore not as many points are going to show up on the scoreboard. Like it's just the reality, right? Um, so, you know, the same stunt just isn't worth as much as it was last year um, or it won't that's show a very, up the that same football, way. That football was a very good scenario. That that was a very good, good one. There you go. But if you, you know, but if you didn't know that they changed it, you're just wondering why why did we go from averaging 25 points a game to averaging, you know, 15 points a game? Well, that's something to be like, yo, I have no idea why our score is, you know, see why our why we can't score at the rate that we used to score last year. Well, it's not worth the same. Well, you know, you understand that then everything's in context. Mm-hmm. Are we winning at the same rate? Okay, good. Do the routines look the same? Um, do they have the same quality? Like those are the things that we should be judging. Um, you know, your win loss, win, win losses is, is hard to, um, wins are hard to come by, but are the performances look the same? Do they look like the same quality, you know? So, you know, those are yeah. more things, but you know, so, <sighs> all right, B, um, <laughs> you got some juicy stuff for what? What's up? What are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. So I was scrolling yesterday and I'm, sh- there has to be some cheer moms that listen that are in this cheer mom group on Facebook. Um, and one of the moms, and I'm just paraphrasing, but she said that their gym had already received their music. And I'm assuming that, you know, they've already paid for it. It's included in their, 
fees or somehow mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. But they already got, they got their music and the coaches didn't like the music. So mm-hmm. now the coaches are asking the parents, hey, everybody, I don't know if they're asking or telling because it was kind of vague. <laughs> but basically, like, we need everybody to pitch in to get new music. And so this mom was asking, how would you guys feel if your gym did this to you? Um, now, me personally, I'd be like, no, like, you need to go back to your whoever. Clearly, they didn't go to sounds like that. Clearly. Um, <laughs> but I would be upset. I would just like say no. Like I'm not doing it. I mean, what are yeah. they going to do? Kick your kid off the team? Um, yeah. I mean, maybe they will. I don't know. But I don't think that parents should have to come out of pocket because the coaches didn't like the music. That's something that they need to talk to their music producer about. Yeah. Um, I mean, you would think that you want a satisfied customer. So if you don't like your music, wouldn't you change it for them? Um, so. I don't know. I mean, I don't wondering what your thoughts are on that. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's ever happened to you guys before, but you know, you probably wouldn't come at us for more money for music. Yes. So, um, let's see, uh, what would I do in that situation? So there's a couple things that you got to weigh out. Um, and a lot of it has to do, well, part of it, there's, there's so many different scenarios. So I'm gonna try to hold them all in my head at the same time. (laughs) Um, first scenario is one, I would try to, first there's the relationship between the gym and the music producer. Um, cause sometimes there's things that you don't like in the music and you're just able to go, Hey, can we, can you change this out for me? I didn't really like this, this song choice. Um, I really wanted this voice, or I don't like that voiceover, whatever. And you're able to change things out. Right. Um, now, one time at PCM, I told this story a few podcasts ago, yeah. <laughs> um, but we had music that was so bad. I was like, there's no way I can share this with the kids. No way in the world. We, we, I told him everything I didn't like about it. He sent back the new track. It was even worse. And I was like, this is terrible. Uh, at that point, we had to get another music producer. We just felt that this wasn't the guy. And it was our first time using him. Um, so we didn't really know what we were going to get, but we just felt this isn't the guy for us. Um, We've got to move on. That situation, we did not go back to the parents for money. Now, our gym was significantly bigger. Well, I want to say significant. I don't know what gym this is that they're talking about. I am assuming our gym was significantly bigger than the gym that this, just by the sheer numbers. Um, I'm assuming our gym had the, the extra money to just cover the, you know, $1,000 or whatever it is to, to do a track, right? Um, mm-hmm. Now, if you're a small gym, right, you have three teams in your gym, um, you know, it's only your first couple of years in business, you might not have the money to foot that bill yourself, right? And you don't have a choice but to go back to the parents and go, hey, guys, we have bad music. We just can't, we can't afford to eat that cost ourselves as a gym, right? And so those are those two different scenarios. The other thing is, I think depends on your communication with the um, parents. I think if you have a good relationship with parents, um, and this happened last, was it, a couple of years ago. Um, at our gym, we have, for everyone who's not part of American, we have a booster club, right? So we have Jump and we have um, tuition, right? So you pay, and Jump basically pays for, and, and Brittany, you're on our Jump board. You're the, what are you? What's your, what's your title there? 
Um, I do all the fundraising. Oh um, yeah, the fun. Yeah, there you go. In charge of fundraising. So if you got a problem, what? so so Brittany said, hey, don't come at me for scores, but come at B for fundraising. <laughs> What's up with this fundraising? So, oh gosh. Um, but right. So we have jump right and jump. I'm um, oversimplification, but jump pays pays for music. It pays for competitions and it pays for um choreography. Basically, there's some other things in there. Yeah. But it pays for music, choreography, and competitions. But we hadn't raised our jump prices in in years, but competition fees were going up, music fees were going up, choreography fees were going up, and we weren't raising those prices, and we realized, yo, we are now at a point where we, we can't afford our competition season. So after we put out the packet, we, we do the math and go, dude, we can't afford this. And we said, hey, guys, we came to the parents and said, and this was two, three years ago, maybe? And we came to the parents and said, hey, guys, honest truth, here's what happened. We haven't been raising these prices. We haven't raised these prices in literally years. And now all these other prices have been raised. We have to actually come back and ask for more money than we did. We'll do the calculations for each team. And we went, and that went over very smoothly. And I think the reason why it went over very smoothly is because we hadn't had a track record of doing that to parents, nickeling, diming parents, um, we don't, we don't have a track record of that. I think yeah. that we've built trust with our families where they go, hey, if this is happening, like this doesn't typically happen. I think they're telling the truth. I don't feel like we're being nickel and dime. Now, another situation, if you feel like every time, a, a you know, there's a price goes, hey, it's going to be $100. Actually, it's going to be $150. Hey, it's going to be $150. Actually, it's going to be $175. And that happens every year, multiple times a year. Then, you know, you go, hey guys, we got bad music, and and we got to come at you guys for more money. Then it's you, dude, you guys always come out for money. Like, what's going on? And I think those relationships are um, are different. So it's not usually that. So this parent might just be upset be, about this ice. She might be talking about this isolated incidents, but it could just be this gym has a track record of making mm-hmm. poor decisions, and she's not frustrated with that one poor decision. She's just frustrated that. You guys always make poor decisions, and I'm tired. And this was the the the, the straw that co- broke the camel's back. So you know, there's. But okay, so then what would I do? Um, I think our gym would eat the cost and just go. We don't have good music. We're not going to be able to. We don't have good music. Um, it doesn't look like this music producer is going to be able to fix it for us. We're going to go with another music producer. Have to pay another thousand dollars or whatever. I feel like with the size of our gym and our ability to manage funds that we would eat the cost ourselves and not go back to our parents, especially if it's just one track. If it happened with 10 tracks, then maybe we got to go back to the parents because we might not be able to fund that overhead. But, you know, um, but, you know, but I think my first thing would do is, yo, I gotta get that money back from the music producer. You're either going to fix the track or I get my money back. Um, And, you know, that's a crapshoot, you know, to see if, if the music producer is actually going to send you your money back. Um, you hear horror stories all of the time about music producers and choreographers getting paid and then not, you know, showing up, doing the job or or doing a, a below mediocre job and, you know, with no thought of a refund. And, you know, they block you on Facebook and block your phone number and all those things yeah so (laughs) yeah so 
there we go, B. Um, what we got anything else? We had GSSA coming up right now. Um, so we got a couple weeks. By the time anyone listens to this, we will be heading into GSSA. Uh, it will be the week of GSSA. So GSSA coming up, World's Bid event here in Bakersfield. Um, so excited about that. Looks like we have competition in all of our divisions. I think there's one division that we don't, it, we're not listed to have competition on with or in, but I know that team has a team, or I know that program has a team in our division. They're just not listed in our division, but I know they're in our division. So I'm like hmm. waiting to have them correct it. Um, cause I know they're in our division. So yeah. I'm just like, why aren't they showing so, up? But does it look a little similar? Does the GSSA like the way that they're running it? Does it look a little bit similar to the way Jams ran it here? Um, they haven't said. I haven't gotten any information on if it's a option A or option B. So, and Jams ran an option A, or Jams isn't varsity, but Jams yeah. ran what we would call an option A, right? And American Grand was an option B, right? So they haven't said if it was if it's going to be an option A or option B. Um, my gut feeling tells me that it's going to be option B. If I were a betting man, I would okay. bet that varsity is going to go option B with this. Um, although I'd really like an option A, and I don't really see – well, I would really like an option A. But, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. That'll be exciting. Two days yeah. in our hometown. Um, yeah. Thankfully, we will be COVID cleared by then. So, uh, <laughs> right. Good to go. Um, but definitely looking forward to it, you know. And then right after that, we have Palm Springs. So, um, that's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, just getting into the heat of competition season. Yeah, here we are. Here we go. Into the thick of it. All right, B. Uh, we got we got anything else then? We we should wrap this thing up. Uh, we yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. All right then, guys. Here we go. Then let's get into our our hundred dollar giveaway. Hundred dollar giveaway again. If you want to enter the hundred dollar giveaway, someone is going to win. So all you have to do then in a hundred dollar giveaway is if you're on YouTube, like the video, comment on it, and subscribe to the channel. That's all you have to do to enter the giveaway. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you're on Facebook, right? And you can enter twice. You can enter on Facebook and you can enter on YouTube. But if you want to enter on Facebook, just uh, copy the link, post it, share it. Oh, there's a great podcast. Screenshot that. Send it to um, you know myself, B. That will enter you in. It's drawn at random. So the more you do it, so you can do it with all, all four episodes this month. Do it with all four episodes, enter you in four times, and you could win. So... Here is this month's winner. We have a winner, uh, Vanessa Coronaldi. Coronaldi. So if you are Vanessa hey! Coronaldi, yeah, DM me and, um, you know, we'll get you that $100. And um, congratulations. Keep liking. Keep sharing. Keep subscribing. Um, yeah. B, you good? I am good. Congratulations, Vanessa. And let's see who's going to be January's winner. Yeah, let's go. Five, six, seven, eight. We're out. We're out.